0: Say I wanted to get into the drive-in and I wanted to sneak my friends in. They'd probably fit in those drawers, right? You could fit in a couple of, you could get a little discount going into the drive-in theater. Just pop them out, maybe, yeah. if they agree as, to buy popcorn and Coke. As, you, <laughs> as, as long as you
1: have, like, you know, smaller than the average American male friends, yeah, you could probably do it.
0: <laughs> oh, well, the girls, then. You could just you could have a really yeah. cheap date and throw some nuggets in there yeah. at the same time.
1: <laughs> yeah, that'd be American double date right there. <laughs>
0: hey there jeepers i'm your host tony and i'm thrilled to be bringing you another episode of the jeep talk show we've got an amazing show for you today with an incredible guest who's going to share their experiences tips and insights into the world of jeeping so whether you're a seasoned off-road veteran or a newbie just starting out this show is for you are you
1: ready it's time for the jeep talk show with hosts tony josh wendy and chuck
0: so we're all excited, and I say all, about five to eight of us. And we need to get an actual headcount uh, about going to Easter Jeep Safari this year. And, uh, I, I mean, uh, uh, Bill, uh, one of the uh, JTS team members that helped with the uh, the Tyree Light video out at Hidden Falls recently, uh, has uh, purchased some Jeep Talk Show stickers to go on his uh, almost brand new uh, uh, Jeep JLU uh, 392. Uh, to help promote the show out there uh, at Easter Jeep Safari. Uh, Bob, two cheap Jeep guys, also known as uh, Tony P, <laughs> his that, that doesn't, that's not, I'm not talking about urine. Uh, he, uh, he has purchased, I think, 20 uh, flags, like uh, the 18 by 13 or something a variety uh, Jeep Talk Show flags. Red, of course, uh, with uh, the Jeep Talk Show logo on there that he'll be, uh, handing out to the the, the JTS uh, people that show up at Easter Jeep Safari. So if, uh, if you would like to let me know, I would be curious if you're going to Easter Jeep Safari. Oh, and maybe now that you know that we're going, that there's going to be so many Jeep talk show people out there, uh, that you might want to say, hey, well, yeah, I will go. So uh, if you're going to Easter Jeep Safari, uh, let me know. And also, too, you might want to get involved In uh, the meetings and stuff that we're having, talking about Easter Jeep Safari, where we're going to go, what we're going to do, and uh, so on and so forth. I'm really excited about uh, getting to uh, meet uh, Tom Zielinski of 4Fest Events, uh, Ken of uh, Tyree Lighting, or Tyree Lights, I should say. And uh, uh, also to Greg of uh, Greg Henderson of uh, Unofficial Use Only, plus many, many more. But those are the three that I know that are going to be there. That I'm uh, I'm looking forward to meeting uh, good friends, uh, all good online friends, and it uh, I think it's going to be a lot of fun uh, meeting them in person
1: from around the world,
0: <laughs> or from your city.
1: And sometimes just down the street. Howdy, neighbor. It's the Cheap Talk Show interview.
0: All righty-ho. It's time for another Cheap Talk Show interview, and we're going to be talking with Greg. Greg is the VP of marketing at Decked. He has been with the company for the past eight years, and you can find more information at DECT.com. Greg, tell us a little bit about Decked. What do you guys do over there? Uh, obviously, you do some decking.
1: <laughs> uh, well. <laughs> You know, Deck was born literally on a lunch counter napkin, and it was a friend of ours who was about to build another plywood contraption for the back of his truck to store and organize. Oh yeah, (laughs) Deck made all of his gear, and he came to us and said, "Hey, I got this idea, and that seemed like a really interesting idea to innovate in the in the light truck market." Um, And we kind of started working on that and decided to make a company and try to invent a product, and that was in. I think that process started about 2012, uh, 2011. Then by December of 2013, the first deck drawer systems rolled off the line uh, in Ohio. And it's kind of just been turn and burn and churn ever since.
0: My gosh, you guys, was, you guys you guys know, have some really nice looking products for a company that is just so new and it's a hell, hell of a lot better than plywood.
1: Well, they're our, they're our inspiration and probably are still our biggest competitor in this particular segment um that the you know the the contractor or the outdoorsman or the overlander that saw a problem he wanted to solve you know usually went to the hardware store in lumberyard and bought out true values uh supply of slides and screws and all kinds of things and then went to work kind of inventing his own um there's a bunch of really great you know youtube diy videos of different people that have solved this in a more complex manner um but really making an industrial, you know, industrial design and engineered version of this um, is one that's attainable for people. If you're not a master craftsman and don't have a big wood shop to build some really fancy, you know, storage systems back of your truck. Uh, that's one thing that we can do for you. And the other thing is the one that we make or the products we make can live outside. Um, they can take a lot of use and abuse. And they've been particularly, uh, you know, popular with the the tradesmen the Outdoorsman, the Overlander, um, because it's durable, rugged, it's got a 2,000-pound payload, helps you keep your peas separated from your carrots, so to speak, so that you can, you know, put your different items in certain locations and they stay there and you're not stuffling bins and tubs around the back of your truck.
0: So I'm going to go out on a limb here and say, and and I may be wrong, but I'm going to say this stuff is lighter than what it would be if you were making it out of wood and plywood.
1: Well, certainly, if you made it that it had the same you know payload specifications as our product, the drawer system on average, depending on the length of your truck and size of your truck, it weighs about 200 pounds, and it's got a 2,000 pound payload on the top, and then you can put 200 pounds, we say of you know whatever you want each drawer. So that's you know 400 pounds of gear. People frequently overload them. Um <laughs> it Seems to work out pretty well, but yeah, I think if you're going to build this out of plywood, you'd be looking at five or 600 pounds. And there are some you know. There are some plywood versions out there or maybe made from MDF board. Um, It's also really cool because it's modular. It's a DIY install and you can put together and put it in yourself, you know, in about two hours on average for the first time you do it. Obviously, it gets faster with experience, but most people probably only do this once or twice in their life. And then, you know, if you wanted to take it out, it takes another five minutes to take it apart. It comes apart in four pieces. And then just remove that whole thing from your truck if you want to use your old truck bed for something.
0: Perfect. Yeah, I was going to ask that if, you, if it was something that you could uh, uninstall. Is there any uh, drilling? And I guess it might maybe depend on what vehicle you're putting it in. But is there any drilling or modifications you have to make to install this?
1: No, typically, you know, the truck beds are all pretty much the same. The difference is just where the, uh, the tie downs are on the beds. There are a couple models of midsize trucks um, like the Tacoma and the Nissan Frontier that don't have tie-downs in the corners on some of the models. So in those instances, we give you uh, plus nuts, uh, a couple plus nuts and some tie-downs, and you have to drill a couple holes. But otherwise, you know, on most of the trucks that are out there, there's no drilling uh, involved at all.
0: Excellent. I love that. I mean, you know, it's nice to have a good solid mounting surface uh, and uh, have a good solid mount. But, boy, if it can be figured out in uh, something that doesn't – uh, reduce the value of the vehicle simply because you were going to put a bed system in it. And you may not want this bed system to go go away if you're selling the truck, or maybe even if you're in an accident and the the vehicle gets totaled. Now, I'm looking at uh, a picture on your site, deck.com, where uh, it's definitely a tradesman uh, type setup. And uh, so on the, the very top surfaces, this thing uh, that goes in the, in the bed of the truck, it, it will support up to 2,000 pounds of gear. Correct. Wow. You know, and that's really, you know, the
1: the whole thing was it really started out like we love pickup trucks. Everyone buys a pickup truck because of the bed, right? You bought the truck and for whatever reason, you didn't get an SUV, you got a pickup. And then you get the bed and it's just a big void. And there, you always have stuff that you own a pickup truck you're carrying, whether it's, you know, hunting, fishing, mountain biking, skiing stuff, whatever kind of gear you need, camping. And then if you're a tradesman, like every single day, you've got your tools and all that kind of stuff that you want to, you know, protect and carry around the back of your truck and access without crawling into the bed of your truck. But you don't want to give up that payload because you bought it so you can carry heavy things. So when we set out to design this product, one of the most important, you know, design features or elements was going to be the payload. And we said that it should have the same payload as a half-ton pickup truck. Now, if you put 2,000 pounds in the back of an F-150 or a Gladiator, you know, or something like that, the thing's going to be, you know, riding on the on the leaf springs, but having, you know, that, you know, not having that trade off for people um, really makes it, you know, a product where you get two layers of storage, you get the top storage. So if you're going to go to the lumber yard and pick up a pallet of plywood, you can have the forklift driver, put that pallet right on there. And you don't have to reorganize your tubs of tools and everything else that's in the back of your truck. They're all in your drawers and out of sight and out of mind and protected from the elements. And then when you get there, you can still get to your stuff without unloading the truck and, you can you know haul you know multiple loads without having to reshuffle every single time you try to do something.
0: So I would assume uh, you've already mentioned the Gladiator uh, on top of the uh, the the uh, having this product for the Jeep Gladiator, you probably have this for Ford, uh, Dodge, uh, Chevy. Uh, w- what all vehicles do you guys support?
1: We fit pretty much every uh, full size and mid-size truck that's on the road in America today. So. Ram, Chevy, Ford, GMC, Toyota, Nissan even. Uh, there's a few others out there, Nissan trucks. And then, you know, in the, in the Jeep market, um, I'm surprised no one's thrown a Molotov cocktail through the window here at our office for not making like a JK or JL version of this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so we were glad when they when they came out with the Gladiator because it's a form factor that we have engineered. And um, we're, you know, we're huge You know, fans of Jeeps, the the product we make is pretty complex and complicated and um, the investment in the tooling and engineering. The way the business runs is it's not custom fabrication uh, like most things that you see in the vehicle after the truck aftermarket where there's a lot of cutting, welding, bending involved. Um, We use a process called lean lean manufacturing. Um, So we do the engineering work for a series of vehicles, create like a million dollar set of molds and tools. And then the way the business works is we can pump products out for those vehicle series in rapid succession at a low labor cost and do it here in the United States of America. So I should probably, I don't know if we talk about this, but everything we make is made in the United States. I was
0: going to be my next question to you.
1: Yeah, so we can support American manufacturing. Uh, We've got about 150 employees across the country doing various things. A lot of them are in the manufacturing part of our business. And because, you know, it's more of a skilled labor than just um, a lot of like, you know, manufacturing labor uh we're able to make it in the united states and then on top of that because of the nature of the way the product's made what's made out of it's made from like 99 percent recycled material and um which is a great business model to have especially in today's uh day and age and you know the the jeep themselves so all the cheap guys that drive real jeeps out there i'm sorry uh, we've heard you we're listening <laughs> um answer still not yet but we're well aware and we're exploring. What the right option for the back of a Jeep would be, and as well as you know, UTVs and vehicles like that, which are kind of similar in the form factor and needs. So we are we, we've taken it to heart, and um, but yeah, for right now, we're just the Gladiators are that's our number one seller.
0: Oh, I bet. Uh, I think we were mentioning that we were talking about this before we started the interview, and a lot of people love accessorizing, making that Jeep uh, their own, modifying it so it's just a little different than everybody else's. And I think that's just all part of uh, of being a Jeep owner. Uh, You get a truck, uh, a full size pickup, and uh, like a Chevy or Ford, uh, and uh, you know it's 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 something you drive around. Uh, I mean, people do modify it, but not to the extent of the Jeeps. So I would imagine that when you sell to somebody uh, in a Ford, Chevy, or a Dodge Ram, you're looking at somebody that is a, um, uh, either uh, uh, an overlanding enthusiast or a tradesman. So I can see how the tradesman thing would actually love this thing. Now, I don't think this is an option for the Gladiator, but in uh, some of these pictures I see on your site, I see a nice little ladder that you can, uh, it, it looks like it uh, folds and it extends. And then you can climb up on the side to get the things in the back of the truck
1: yeah so that's actually part of a different product we make which is a it's similar to your standard you know crossover toolbox uh, the, the toolbox you see drive around the back of trucks that go across the the bed of the truck uh-huh. and it's a big you know storage container and we make that like it's basically made like a pelican on pelican case on steroids um so it's waterproof it's dent proof it's rust proof it's, it's super durable and when we started embarking on that project you know one thing that we you know, the company is really founded on, you know, it's a nerdy thing to say, but on ergonomics. So crawling in the back of your truck to get your stuff is not healthy or sustainable or really that convenient. And so the drawers, you know, slide everything out to you at the tailgate. And when we decided to make a toolbox, one of the things that was important is like, well, toolboxes are really hard to get into. They're hard to access. And we needed a solution that would like solve that problem for the user if they wanted it. So we invented the, you know, The little collapsing telescoping ladder that folds up inside the box, and so when you get to the job site or the campsite and you want to get all that stuff out of your toolbox, rather than having to crawl in the tire or you know army crawl in the back of the truck, you can just open the lid, pop out this little ladder, and step up and grab whatever's in that toolbox. And then you can also you know if you've got a ladder rack or you know a roof rack on top of your your Gladiator, you can reach stuff that would be up there as well by just opening the box. And I guess we don't make it for the Gladiator. I'm sorry. Only for full size trucks right now. So if you right. had an F one hundred and fifty and you had a rack on top, you wanted to get something off the top, you could actually use it to do that. And people actually use it to get into the bed of their truck too, because again, crawling into the bed of the truck on the tailgate—that's why all those companies make those tailgate ladders, I guess. for the Ford does.
0: Man, it used it to be a lot like a step simpler. That no one wants to take. It used to be a lot simpler for me twenty years ago <laughs> to get in the back of a pickup. Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: So, uh, so that's, but, a, you know, but that's this toolbox,
1: like the, the cargo glide is the same idea, right?
0: Right. But this toolbox, uh, I, think, I, I think this is correct. I saw a picture where this toolbox can be used in conjunction with the drawer system. So you could actually have the toolbox and the, the, the drawer and uh, bed, uh, not bed, I forget what you call it, the deck, uh, the 2,000-pound supporting deck. So you could actually have all this stuff yeah, in your full-size Ford or Chevy or Dodge Ram. Uh,
1: correct. Yeah. So that's um, kind of true. If you have an eight foot truck, um, not to get too complicated here, but we don't make an eight foot long drawer system. We use the six and a half foot bed drawer system for an eight foot truck. So that leaves you about 20 inches of space on the cab side. Mm-hmm. Um, just a void to the bed. And we designed that toolbox to drop into that space. So then you can, you know, have a toolbox storage solution, also the drawer storage solution in an eight foot truck. Today, We don't have a toolbox that works with five and a half and six foot, five and a half and six foot trucks with the drawer system. So if you're an eight foot truck bed owner, like a lot of guys have like, you know, you mentioned earlier in the pre-call, like the the tow vehicle, a lot of guys tow their Jeep someplace with a, you know, an eight foot, you know, super duty or big Cummins or something like that. Mm -hmm. That bed is the right one. You can drop a drawer system and a toolbox in there and gain all that storage and then have access to that storage as well. And still have the, the use of the payload of the truck.
0: Right. And what a great system, too, because that means you don't have to load down your Jeep. You can just drag it out there to where you want to go. And you get all the stuff uh, at the base camp, so to speak, which would be, uh, which be, would be the truck. Now, uh, getting- Yeah,
1: and, and, and even better is when you leave to go on the trail, all your stuff is going to be locked up and secured inside your drawer system or your toolbox. So you're not worrying about putting the stuff in the cab of your truck that may have been with you on the drive in the bed. Or if you have stuff from the Jeep that needs to stay there, you can you know pop it into the drawers of the toolbox as well.
0: Mm-hmm. I see in a, a little video here on the, the deck.com uh, website, uh, a guy, and uh, I can't believe he's so brazen to be doing this in front of a, a cameraman with a camera, but he's got like a, a, a five foot long crowbar and he's trying to open up that toolbox. So I, I guess that uh, talks to the security of this, of the system, which you just mentioned. And uh, would you say that the the drawer system is as secure as this toolbox, this, uh, a gentleman's trying to get into illegally?
1: <laughs> well, I mean, let's be honest. If people want to break into something, they're going to get into it. Um, but at some point, it becomes vandalism, not, you know, theft. And the that video of the pry bar, so the lid of the toolbox is made from a glass-filled, uh, like, polypropylene type of resin. So it's kind of the same thing if you think about, like, a football helmet. And usually when people try to break into a toolbox, you see those metal toolboxes driving around and someone's taking and tried to pry the thing open, maybe successfully, maybe not. But the the damage that's left behind is a bent, you know, potato chip lid. Yeah. So the resin we used um, is incredibly resilient. It won't, it won't break like that. You can put a crowbar in there and pry all you want. And after you pry, it just goes back to its original shape because of the nature of the material. Um, And the uh, that's just kind of the nature of that product that people try to break in like that. And the material we have just so happens is like it doesn't bend and so when someone tries to break in your toolbox they'll be gone and there might be some scuff marks from the pry bar but um really really hard to break that lid and break it open so it's really secure
0: mm-hmm. how, how do you open uh, the toolbox is it just like a push button with a handle or how, how does that actually work and where is the connection or the where's the place that you open it is it on the in the back in the middle or on the sides it, it, the, you say ergonomics i would think it'd be on the sides
1: yeah correct there's um on either side, there's an aluminum forged aluminum handle, and in that handle uh there's a push button like a little plunger button. you just push it with your thumb and it pops the dr- pops the toolbox open from either side and then it locks on the driver's side, so there's one lock um, and uh that's all you have to do to unlock it so rather than having to go to both sides and unlock each side, you can just unlock one side and it unlocks the whole thing the way the locking mechanism works.
0: Mm-hmm. So do you have, uh, like, for the, 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 uh, the beds, the sliding bed system, sliding drawers, rather, uh, is it the same? Assuming you use a, a key for a lock, uh, is it mm-hmm. the same key for the toolbox and the, the sliding drawer system, or is it going to be two separate uh, type of keys?
1: Today, those will be two separate keys. Um, unfortunately, we don't have the uh, sophistication, I guess you could say, to uh do a single key um like a bolt type entry for those two products but i'm sure that'll be something we we developed down the road
0: oh i'm sure and i'm sure people have asked you about it before uh it does make it a little more complex uh but i was just uh i was just curious i mean i would think if nothing else it'd make a, a inventory a bit, <laughs> a bit complex or the last step before you could ship it out to get the the locking uh the the matching locks in them but uh, that would be kind of cool where you could just have the one key
1: yeah, I think that's you know something for the future. I know that that's on. Uh, I've seen that on the engineers' uh, project pipeline. Um, the toolbox is you know relatively new in its final form, and um, the lock that we use for the toolbox are slightly different than the drawer. But as we as we develop as a company, I'm sure that's something that um, those guys will be working on. And probably keyless lock entry too. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of cool solutions out there that you can actually, you know, code a lock to the fob. Um, for your truck, so you can unlock your truck and unlock the toolbox or the drawer system at the same time as well.
0: Right. So, uh, you mentioned uh, waterproof. I think that was in con- conjunction with the toolbox. Uh, is that also uh, on the uh, the drawer system?
1: You know, we don't the, wa- the drawers aren't waterproof in the sense that if you back your gladiator into the lake when you're putting your boat in on accident, <laughs> water would get inside your drawers, but uh-huh. it's, not a, it's not an airtight seal. Um, but anything that's falling from the sky, you know, rain, snow, crickets, or, you know, locusts or whatever, they're not going to get into your drawers. Um, anything that's airborne, like, you know, dust and mist and fine particulate matter may find its way in depending on what you've got on your truck. You know, when you, when you start adding all this stuff to these pickup trucks, you really change the aerodynamics a lot. And so where there wouldn't have been a vortex in the bed of the truck before, all of a sudden you've created one because of your roof rack or your tent or whatever's on there. Um, which can cause like, you know, things to swirl around a little bit more, but for anything like, you know, for tools or for camping gear, rec- rescue gear, recovery gear, whatever, that stuff can get a little bit of moisture and it's not going to be harmed. I wouldn't put my laptop computer back there or, you know, an unprotected camera, but anything that can stand, withstand a little bit of the environment is going to be just fine.
0: Would that be, uh, also true for the toolbox this, for, for both systems?
1: The toolbox is like pretty hard to get wet. Um, water. I mean, on the as far inside. as a you camera the or a laptop through. and
0: stuff, would you feel comfortable about putting that stuff in a in the toolbox?
1: I would. I mean, if, if you wanted to, you know, put it to the test, um, you can take a pressure washer and like press the pressure washer pressure washer up against the seam between the lid and the tub on the toolbox, and no water is going to get in. And we've tested it extensively. Um, so I would feel like. Pretty comfortable about putting something like that in there, but again, I mean, I think you'd want to put that kind of thing in the cab of your truck, just for you know, peace of mind, both from temperature and you know whatever else may fall in there, but also just
0: well, probably. I ask because a a lot of them get stolen. Yeah, a a lot of the thing, a lot of those things get stolen because they're in uh, visual range and uh, not locked. I mean, not really behind anything more solid than the glass so uh that's why I was that's, that's true you know yeah that's why but it's I was funny was... you know
1: like you say that i'm I'm from idaho so i'm completely naive to what the theft problem is but i was just in the city and this guy's like you better put your backpack in the trunk of that rental car and oh I was yeah like why that's and, right you know because if someone sees it they'll just break in so yeah i mean i guess from that perspective breaking the window of a truck's about the easiest thing you can do um so if people see your you know expensive gear in the back maybe that's what they're inclined to try to do um, but I'm not, you know, I'm not saying that it's, uh, you know, a, a gun vault in the back of your truck. Um, right.
0: Well, that, and that was people want to break
1: into something, they're going to get into it. Oh, of
0: course. And that was the other thing I was going <clears> to <throat> uh, mention uh, as far as the water and the dust and everything. So if you, I mean, not that guns can't be in the uh, a, a bit of moisture, not sitting in any moisture, but uh, a bit of moisture and dust and stuff is not necessarily a bad thing, but it kind of sounds like if you were going to throw your gun, uh, your rifle or rifles uh, in the 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 storage system, the slide uh, the drawer uh, sliding drawer system, you might want to put it in something that is more apt to keep the water and the dust off of it. Would you say that's a fair statement?
1: Yeah, a hundred percent. If it's something that's delicate, you know, like a laptop computer, I would not put it in the drawers. I'd,
0: right. Okay. Unless okay. it was in a
1: water, you know, like if it was in a Pelican case or something, would be fine. But um, just the chance of something, you know, those things are so sensitive i i wouldn't recommend it
0: right right no and i'm not saying that it, it should i'm just trying to, to lay it out for the people that are interested in uh, buying the product so that they'll they have a good idea of what they're what they're looking at here it's uh, it, but i mean if you were going to put your uh, uh your um uh tools your hammer your nails your uh levels uh electric saws uh, circular saw that's what i was trying to think of all that stuff uh if it if it fits in the drawer it should be just fine
1: Yeah. And people put firearms in the drawers all the time. Um, and you know, camping equipment, rescue gear, it's not like anything's going to get you know wet back there or, Mm -hmm. you know, but it's just stuff that's floating around the air can find its way inside and and you don't want to like open your drawer and find your new, you know, Canon camera covered in dirt or snow particles, particles or something like that. Yeah.
0: A nice temporary location to keep it from being stolen. Sounds like to me, as long as you take the the right uh, precautions with, uh, Keeping the uh, the camera uh, out of any uh, uh, moisture and uh, dust. So uh, I think you said that the the drawer system is six and a half foot long. Is that correct?
1: Well, it depends on what what vehicle you own. So a Gladiator, I think, has a six foot two bed. Um, so mid-size trucks are basically five foot and six foot beds, uh-huh. and full size trucks are five and a half, six and a half, and eight. Now they sometimes they're an inch longer, an inch shorter, but we. We make our products to fill as much of that bed as we can so for the gladiator the bed is about six feet long and that's how long the drawer system is for that truck
0: and uh, how how wide are the drawers approximately
1: um at the top they're about 18 inches wide and they're nine inches deep
0: very good so you can get quite a bit of stuff in there and i would imagine you get quite a bit of of quite quite a bit of fishing supplies in there
1: (laughs) oh yeah you see people go crazy with their organization and it's kind of one of those things you know we make a bunch of you know boxes um, and bins and bags that help you you know fill that space more efficiently so most people that purchase our product we give you two like a large toolbox and a small toolbox and then a little bin that we call the drawer organizer um and a couple of dividers that go into the drawers to help you you know segment that storage and get more efficiency and then people buy a lot of that stuff on you know afterwards uh, after the or with the purchase sometimes too and really what that does is if you can imagine you're you know during the week you're doing something with your truck maybe it's part of your job and then the weekend comes and you guys want to go camping you'll have you know these boxes and and bags and bins that fit perfectly in the drawers loaded with all your camping stuff and then all you do is like pop puts in those drawers out and then drop those boxes and bags and whatnot in there and then everything's ready to go and it's efficient and you use the space correctly and. It's really a game of, you know, of figuring out how to best pack those drawers uh, for your use and then get the most out of that space. So we provide you with quite a few cool little objects that, you know, products that help you, you know, get better organization and efficient use of that space.
0: Yeah, I just noticed the dividers. That's really neat. Uh, So you can, I think you said this, you can buy additional dividers for those drawers, right?
1: Yeah, we sell all kinds of stuff, man. We've got like big bins little bins we have big boxes little boxes we have a bag now um a lot of guys we make a, a bag called the d-bag um and that's like a perfect like a lot of guys put their rescue gear in there and then you'll see a lot of people use it for their you know their their camp kitchen so they can put all their pots and pans and utensils and whatnot in that bag it has a, a little duffel bag that pops out you'll see people to put like a you know a little stove in there and some gas canisters or their spices and that kind of thing, just picking on the, the camping crowd, overlying crowd. And then, um, yeah, it's like kind of, it's a little bit of, you know, we give you the palette and you provide the paints and then you can kind of organize that thing however you want. And then it's really efficient. So you're not trying to cram stuff in there and, you know, trying to figure out what fits You sort of create your system. And then that's your system. And it's quite pleasant actually when the weekend comes and you're not you know, sprinting around trying to put everything in some kind of a tub or a bin or whatever, and you've got it all packed up and you can just just slide that stuff in there and then you're off to the races without having to think about it too much.
0: Mm-hmm. So uh, follow along here with me uh, on this idea. I'm thinking, and I don't even know if these things still exist or not, say I wanted to get into the drive-in and I wanted to sneak my friends in. They'd probably fit in those drawers, right? You could fit in a couple of, you could get a little <laughs> discount going into the drive-in theater. Just pop them out, maybe, yeah. if they agree it's, to buy popcorn and Coke. <laughs>
1: as long as you have like you know smaller than the average American male friends, yeah, you could probably do it.
0: <laughs> oh, well the girls then. You could just you could have a really yeah. cheap date and throw some nuggets in there yeah. at the same time.
1: <laughs> yeah, that'd be a American double date right there.
0: <laughs> uh yeah, that would be funny. Um, well, I think that's, uh, I think that's pretty cool. Now for the, uh, we haven't s- s- spoken specifically about the Gladiator, uh, the, the storage system for the Gladiator. Now the, you guys, uh, and just to make sure I got this right, the toolbox, you do not have for the Gladiator, but the storage, the draw s- drawer storage system you do.
1: That's correct. And, you know, the reason that we don't have a toolbox for a mid sized truck, so like a Gladiator series is, um. Again, like the, the tooling, you know, setup for that is like pretty intense and expensive. And we wanted to make sure that we had it proven correctly first for the, uh, for the full-size trucks. And then if the demand and the interest was there for the midsize trucks, it'd be easy for us to go. And, you know, you can't really put this thing in a dryer and shrink it. So you have to invest <laughs> in a whole new set of tools. Sure. Um,
0: I just figured there wasn't so enough room because the bed's know. pretty short on the Gladiator.
1: Yeah, it's more of a width thing. Um, side to side, the full-size truck's about six feet wide and the mid-size is about five. And that's really, you know, the, the constraining factor is just the width. Um, trying to shoehorn that thing in there wouldn't be very fun.
0: Now, I know you guys don't know all the systems, all the rack systems made for the Gladiator out there, but in general, uh, if you had a a storage rack that you had on top of the Gladiator, this thing should work just fine with it. You could put this in there and then Uh, most rack systems uh, bolt above i think where the the deck on this thing is so as far as you know you should be able to run a rack system as well
1: yeah you know i haven't really heard of any racks that are you know the common racks that are not compatible um even the lightener rack which is really popular it has some and the midsize has some support feet that come down and they just fall within the width that we need to open the drawer so The lightener rack works with it and then anything that's going to bolt or you know clamp directly to the bed rail is not an issue at all something that wouldn't work and i'm not aware of one currently there's probably something out there but something that like had a support foot that you know went someplace that would interfere with the function of the product but like i said almost all the racks i see um work just fine with the drawer system Mm -hmm. and super popular we see like the rack and the drawer systems, like you know, peanut butter and
0: jelly. Oh yeah, yeah. That's exactly what I was thinking. In fact, I'm surprised you guys don't sell one to, that goes with this.
1: Oh, well, it will someday.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you mentioned the uh, the the tie downs in the Gladiator. Uh, that would still be an option for this. So if you had something you were putting on top of the drawer system, you could actually tie it down with the uh, the tie down system with the Gladiator.
1: Uh, that's correct. We make a product called Cortrax, and that's our version of an l-track and that just so in the drawer system you have these steel tubes that are molded into the top panel decks and those are an anchor so you know whether it's a you know our core tracks which screw to those steel tubes and they have these um d-rings that you can move up and down the track for like customizing where you want those tie downs to be um, that's a pretty popular product we sell a ton of those with the drawer system So if you had, you know, like your spare tire or a jack or, you know, like a, you know, Rubbermaid pack and go or something like that, that has got your whatever in it, you can or a fridge, you can just, you know, use those core tracks and a a ratchet strap and tie that down to the top of the drawer system. uh, No problem at all. And then if you have a fridge slide or something like that, if you wanted to put it on top of the drawer system, you just need to locate your anchors to where those steel tubes are and then follow our instructions and be able to attach that directly to the top of the deck system.
0: So, the, but uh, correct me if I'm wrong on what I'm calling this thing. Would it be called the deck system, the area just above the drawers? What do you call that? Uh, that's actually,
1: we call it the deck.
0: Okay. So, the deck, is it, what is the, the surface like? Is it just plastic or does it have some sort of friction modifier, maybe a little rubberized or to keep things from sliding around?
1: Um, no, it's actually very slick. Um, our product's made from high density polyethylene, which is this. Amazing material. It's a resin derived from natural gas, actually, and um, it's by nature very slick. So the advantage is that nothing will stick to it. So you could spill a jar of honey, or you could pour, you know, motor oil on it, or hydrochloric acid, or about anything you can imagine, and it's like completely inert. Nothing will stick to it. Um, 3M doesn't have a, like an adhesive that you know they say really adheres to the top of the top of the deck system itself um so because it's slick and things will slide around if you don't want that to happen we have a couple products uh that go on top of the drawer system uh one is like a closed cell eva foam adhesive that adheres to the top of it and that gives you like a like a grippy soft cushiony surface that you can put things on you don't want to slide around or we make you know we recommend people get something like a like a horse mat uh, for a horse stall or something like that, mm-hmm. and they can put that on top of there, but it is slick, and, and there really isn't a good way to, um, to add anything to it. We had a guy who was a, uh, an engineer in the Air Force, and he came up with a way to put Linux on top of the drawer system, but he was using stuff like MEK and a bunch of really nasty chemicals, and I would not want to be around right. that process, and it probably peeled off actually over time anyway, so... Mm-hmm. The best thing to do is add, you know, like an overlayment of some sort, like that foam pad I was talking about, or get your own rubber mat and stick that on top of there, and it'll keep things from sliding around.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, that was going to be my next question. Once uh, once I found out that it was slick, I was going to ask you about putting a pad or something like that. And if you guys had something, dip it on top of the deck, and, uh, and of course, you've covered that. So, perfect. Um, well, it sounds like a really – I mean, it's a very nice-looking uh, product, and uh, I can see that it'd be very handy and very sturdy and, uh, in most cases way less than what you could build for yourself in there. Now for the, for the Gladiator, what's, uh, what's the price or the general, uh, price, I guess, cause it, it all depends right on what you want. And, uh, this is the basic drawer system. How much does that run for the Gladiator?
1: Yeah. So your standard drawer system, like the five foot midsize system is 1449. Um, and that's, that covers all, all Jeep Gladiators are 1449. and um, we don't we don't ever discount and we also you know make sure that people that are reselling it all sell it that we don't have an msrp we have a a map so that's the advertised price and that's just one price all the time and then with that you get a d-box which is a large toolbox gearbox and then a cross box, which is like a smaller you know toolbox or like a plano bait bot or tackle box size then you get this thing we have called the dragonizer which is a little tub bin that pops into the drawer at the handle end and then two dividers so we kind of give you the starter kit um accessory set and then all those products are available separately on our website as well as other things and you can buy locks um if you want to have an added layer of security to lock the drawers up that are really rugged and um do a really good job but if your tailgate lock the kind of the cool thing we haven't talked about this but it's out of sight out of mind first of all people see this thing they have no idea what it is usually or what's inside of it And then to get into it you have to open the tailgate and um because the drawers won't open unless the tailgate's down so if you lock your tailgate it's impossible to open the drawers and you can't pull the whole thing out without taking it apart and you can't take it apart without opening the tailgate so it's kind (laughs) of like you know chinese handcuffs or something like that the whole thing is you know basically locked inside of your truck um the only way to get into it would be take a sawzall honestly and cut a hole in the top of it and at that point you're cutting through half inch steel tube and hardware and all kinds of stuff and you know i i've never heard of that happening i'm sure it's happened some someplace sometime but usually the security of the drawer system is a really big selling feature that people really like um and because it's out of sight you know being the marketing guy it's a nightmare to market but for the owner it's a dream
0: oh yeah i mean it's black I mean, and, and most yeah. most crimes are at night anyway, so it's like, what the hell is this? I don't know. This is yeah. th- this would be worse than one of those uh, steering wheel locks, you know, the club. <laughs> see, right. Yeah. I don't <laughs> know what the hell this thing is. <laughs> Screw it. I'll just move I wanna on. See
1: a vid- I want to see a video of someone stealing a car with a club on the steering wheel. I think that'd be hilarious. <laughs>
0: the, it's just a, a, a nice added drive handle. You can just steer with the, the club. <laughs> Well, well, Greg, you know how the kids love social media these days. Can you guys been, be found on social media? I mean, uh, other than going to decked.com. dot uh, com, and you guys, you have a really informative site here. Lots of moving things. You can see how all the drawers go together, and the top goes. The deck system goes on top of it. It's uh, it's really cool. I, I will chastise you that uh, you don't have enough gladiator uh, images here. You need to have some. <laughs> uh, this uh, obligatory uh, gladiator uh, reference every so often and uh oh i'm sorry but bef- before we do the the social media thing i wanted to ask you so are you guys planning on a jk or a jl drawer system because you know I, you know people would really like to see something like that <laughs> i know i hear it all the
1: time it's the number one question we get at deck. of course you make this for the jeep you know um you know to be totally honest with you uh right now there's nothing that's you know no firm plans for that, but well, you
0: could have like, lied to us. You could have said we're thinking about it. I mean, you know, you, you could be thinking, well, we about, are thinking it, right? about it.
1: We're thinking about it. We are thinking about it. it. We think about it all the time. <laughs> give, um, give us some just hope, man. We're not in that phase of business yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, no, I uh, understand. We'll have something someday. I promise you. There's, there's no chance <laughs> we don't have something for Jeeps in the near future. But um, right now, I can't have our time lying. know the marketing guy. And that's all I'm supposed to do. Um, <laughs> you know, we'll we'll hopefully not get you know buried in sand up to our necks in the desert before we get there but um yeah give me a date
0: you can get a a drink of water if you give me a date (laughs) (laughs) all right man well back to the uh, social media where can people find you guys on social media
1: yeah super easy on instagram and facebook it's just deck usa and um i think on tiktok it's deck usa as well no on tiktok it's just deck you can tell how much tiktok i do but um if you just type in Deck USA social media, you'll find all of our channels. We're on YouTube. We have tons of videos that go in depth, um, showing you in tutorials, like what it looks like, how it works, how you're going to like it, what you might not like about it. And then also uh, assembly and installation instructions, pretty comprehensive set of videos on YouTube for people that like to use that as a resource for doing their research. And then we've got like, you know, 11,000 verified reviews on our website, um, 4.8 out of 5 stars. We have amazing customer service. Our customers I think it's amazing anyway. I know that our customer service team works overtime to take care of customers and make sure they're happy. And you know, shit happens and when it does, we we're there. We've got a lifetime warranty on all of our products and we back it up with that. And if something's not right, we'll make it right. And we go above and beyond um, daily to make sure that our customers are satisfied with their purchase. It's a big investment and we understand that and we want people to be happy and pleased and just over the top, you know, with their experience with our product and tell their friends about it. So we, we go to, we go to great lengths to make sure the customers are happy and everything's informative. And we tell you, you know, what you're going to like and some of the stuff you may not like, like that slick surface. Um, But that's just the fact of the matter is, you know, we stand by what we make and we want people to be stoked on their purchase.
0: So are you familiar with the, the ducking of Jeep thing, the little craze that's been going on for the last several years?
1: I'm afraid to. I mean, here's where I should probably lie, but no, I'm not. No,
0: no, that's that fine. I just want to tell you about it. So, uh, people have, but uh, because of a, a situation that happened to a Jeeper uh, several years ago, uh, and how she d- chose to deal with it, uh, she started putting uh, little rubber ducks with little tags about nice Jeep or whatever, and putting them like on the door handle or on the hood of the of the Jeep. And it was just a random thing uh, to spread. Uh, love and excitement about uh, their jeeps and just a a friendly type thing so it's kind of taken over Uh. and uh there's a big thing with uh, with jeepers and ducks and some people hate it and some people love it more love it than hate it so i was just thinking you could get a lot of little rubber ducks in this drawer system so whenever you're out there ducking jeeps you could get probably a Uh. thousand little rubber ducks in there all and they come in all size uh, shapes and sizes there's even a Donald Trump. Uh, rubber duck that people will use and put on uh, on jeeps. So, uh, Ah. yeah. So this is this would be great for you as a marketer for the Gladiator. You could just buy a bunch of rubber ducks off of Amazon or something and stick it in the drawers. (laughs) and pull them out and you see all these rubber ducks and uh, see I've given you I like to call it a Jeep talk show million dollar dollar idea there you go you have a nice uh, uh, tie in for Jeeps it's not going to help on the JK and JL market they're still going to be pissed off but at least the Gladiator Gladiator owners are going to love it
1: No, for those guys, we need like a sad deck duck, you know. <laughs> and you got you got deck duck.
0: <laughs> You've been. Decked, <laughs> this is great. Yeah.
1: I'm just looking at this online right now. This. Is oh yeah, hilarious. Yeah, I yeah, no idea. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it
0: is. It is really funny. Good, good stuff. All right, Greg. Well, thanks a lot for being here with us tonight. And uh, I'll just tell you, I didn't tell you up front, but I'm sorry, I'm not Chuck. You you got to meet Chuck out at SEMA, and you were thinking you were going to get to talk yeah. to Chuck.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, this has been a real pleasure, and I thank you, sir, for your time. And it's great to be part of the podcast and. And uh, it's fun to be connected to the Jeep community in this way. And so I know that you guys are super popular and it's, it's just great to be a part of it.
0: Yep. And thanks again. And uh, we will talk to you again real soon, hopefully. All
1: right. Thank you, sir.
0: And a big thank you to Greg Randolph of decked.com for joining us on today's show. It was great having you, Greg. And we really appreciate all the valuable insights you shared with our listeners. Uh, you, and Of course, if you need a storage system for your gladiator or re, maybe even uh, uh, a term I've recently heard that I told the guy I was going to steal it, uh, maybe you need a storage system for your toe pig, <laughs> this is a great thing to have a look at. And you can check them out online at decked.com. Hey, coming up next week, and this is an exciting product that I think everybody— uh, you, well, at some point, you're going to wish you had something like this, if not this specific thing. Now, coming in next week, uh, John uh, Forrester of Dash Poncho. Dashponcho.com. poncho.com it is a uh a, a, it's it's a well it's much more than a tarp but something that you put over the uh the very valuable electronics especially in the the newer jeeps uh to keep it from being ruined whenever it gets rained on and you know it's gonna happen you're gonna be out there enjoying life with the top off the doors off and the weatherman said it wasn't gonna rain but he lied damn it he lied <laughs> and <laughs> it literally cost John a uh, thousand, two thousand dollars worth of equipment that got ruined because he was out with the top and the doors off, and it it ruined. It. He says, "No, I got to come up with a way to fix this." So this is something that uh, it, just, it it you can uh, pull it out of its container right behind the headrest and get it deployed in just a couple of minutes. Uh, and so even during a rainstorm, you should be able to, to take care of it and protect your Jeep. So listen next week uh, to uh, john-poncho-poncho.com. Go ahead and check it out now. And that's a wrap of today's uh, episode of the Jeep Talk Show. Thanks again for our amazing guest, Greg Randolph of Deck.com, for sharing his insights and experiences with us. We hope you enjoyed listening as much as we enjoyed bringing you this show. Hey, and don't forget to subscribe to our newsletter to stay up to date on all the latest news, events, and product reviews. And if you have any questions, comments, or ideas for future episodes, be sure to visit jeeptalkshow.com slash contact and drop us a line. We'd love to hear from you. Hey everyone, just a quick reminder that today is Friday and it's Remember Everyone Deployed Day. It's a day where we show our support for our brave men and women who are currently serving overseas. They're out there sacrificing so much for our country and it's important that we take a moment to remember and honor them. If you can, wear something red, uh, probably next Friday, (laughs) to show your solidarity with our troops. Remember, even a small gesture can go a long way showing our appreciation for their service. Let's keep our uh, deployed troops in our thoughts and prayers and thank them for their sacrifices. Thanks for tuning in, Jeepers. Until next time, keep on jeeping. Broadcasting since 2010. God, that's a long time ago.